When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Waylon with the Technicolor Nightmare, and you're listening to The Loud Spot with Sebastian. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosme, right here in Oklahoma City. I have a very cool band, a very, honestly, for this time, a very different sounding band I've ever had on this podcast before. Fucking so cool. Waylon from the band, the Technicolor Nightmare, hit me up, I don't know, maybe a month ago or so. Is that about right? Yeah, probably a month, month and a half, something, somewhere around there. And you sent me your songs. Um, immediately, I want to listen to it. I, I think it was your name. I get a lot of band people sending me stuff on Facebook, but the name, the Technicolor Nightmare, was kind of like, that sounds kind of cool. Let me go check it out. And I heard it, and I was like, yep, you guys are being on the podcast. No no questions yeah. asked. Yeah, and, then, and, and, then, and then I think Waylon was excited and then sent me a screenshot of my own message who he meant to send to somebody else. I think probably, yeah. probably in the band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was excited, dude. I took a screenshot and I went to send it to them and I sent it to you. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm okay with him knowing I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Dude, I, was, I get excited when other bands are excited to be on the podcast. You know, a lot of like some of these really, even some of these bigger bands are excited and sometimes people just, they do it because they know they kind of have to do it because they can't really do concerts right now. You know, but yeah. you guys were excited, and you sent and you sent me an email, and you guys came legit, man. You, you kind of gave me a little bio, and then I went to your band page, and your influences and your sound, uh, sound style is very much like what you say on Facebook. I try to be pretty accurate with it, man. I try to really dissect it. We got a lot of different influences among each of us, so I try to break down whatever I feel like are the strongest ones for each member of the band and kind of boil it down that way. You, you guys live in Kentucky? Yeah. yeah. Did you hear on the podcast? I did. Wasn't sure if your last name was Whiteson or Whitson. <laughs> I think I said that on the podcast, and I was like, "Uh, hope he doesn't get mad at me for it." <laughs> Dude, I do not give a <laughs> shit. I don't care. It's so you guys are kind of out in the middle of nowhere in Kentucky, playing fucking rock music that sounds 
fantastic. When did I was trying to do some research on your about page? I couldn't really see when the band formed. Are you guys a newer band? No, we've been around for a minute, man. Uh, okay. Just just finally really like buckled down and decided to get into the studio for real and and do an album. But in with these guys, this lineup, I think 2012. Yeah. Yeah, 2012. Uh, oh, so yeah, you guys have been around for a long time. Well, I'm happy you guys yeah. are buckling down, getting serious, because you have a sound that is legit as fuck, man. And the music video, I, I watched your music video today, uh, and I shared it on my Facebook page. That's kind of promoting for you guys, you know? And I don't yeah. know if anyone saw it yet or not, but I posted it on there, and I showed my wife, and she was like, man, she thought it was super cool, because at first she was like, sounds like every other band. And then she heard your singer sing, and she was like, oh. Well, yeah. this is cool. This is cool. Because <laughs> your music is, is hard. Um, it's melodic. It's uh, It fits this, your singer's style. She kind of, rem- it, for her, she kind of said Deftones a little bit, you know? And I, and oh, yeah. I don't think Wildfire is like that, but the, the music video you guys have, there's definitely some Deftones. Not doesn't sound like Deftones, but I'm just saying that it reminded her of Deftones. And I kind of got that. You know, I think he was wearing a Deftone shirt, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, you wear the Deftone shirt. Okay, so yeah, so that's why she said that. So this song, Wildfire, how long ago did you guys write that one? That was written this year. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, originally, me and my me and Joe wrote that intro riff with a whole different lineup of people we were just jamming around with. You talking about the, the verse part? Yeah, no, yeah. The, the very first thing we played, the intro of it. Yeah? Yeah, okay. we wrote that. Years ago. Oh, years ago. That's cool. I always, I always find it, I always think it's fascinating when bands, and a lot of bands do that where they write songs a long time ago and then they kind of bring it back to light because now they have something to do with it, like the, the writer's block for it ended and now they want to move forward with it. And this song, the first song I heard, this is a song that Waylon sent me. Now the other songs we're playing, are they all out or is only like some of them out and some of them coming out? You got one that's coming out tomorrow. That's Willie Godzilla. Fuck yes. And then... Billy Norman will not be released until the album drops, so you're getting that exclusive just just on your podcast, man. Hell yeah, dude! I appreciate that. You guys definitely definitely need to need to get on other podcast episodes. You guys need to share your shit. I think the people are ready for this shit, man. You guys got a lot of Facebook fans. I think we're we're closing in on three thousand. Not a not a whole shit, but I mean. We've been working, working at it. Though, We're yeah. trying our best to, to promote it, man. Keep on sharing your music videos. I saw your music video had a lot of views on it because it's good. That's why. And it looks like it was just made like, at your home or something. Yeah, right, in, in our jam room. room we're in right now. Yep. See, and that is so important for other bands to know. I don't know how to do a music video. I'm going to learn for, to do one with me one day because I do some music and stuff. But just you don't need a lot of money and you can just do it. In your own house. You don't need to fucking go out to the mountains and drive around in cars and do all kinds of shit. You, and you, you guys have some effects in there. The lighting's great. The song's great. It's not this song. That was all, that was all shot with a GoPro Hero 8. Every bit of it. That is Fuck. One GoPro. Really? Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was 27 different shots that we had. Like 27 different takes. Wow. That yeah. Well, so it kind of took a while then. Two days. We we filmed over the course of two days. Mm-hmm. That's not too ter- that's not terribly bad then. What song? So we just wanted to make sure that we had more than we needed. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. And that song, was that complacent? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Well we're gonna play Wildfire first. Let's get this song going right now. Here we go. This is the song Wildfire with the Technicolor Nightmare. 
I'm gonna tell you guys right now, that song, dude. I first I love the bass in the beginning of that of that track. Fucking comes legit. It is that to me is a mix. If you got some blues, you got some funk, you got some rock. Kind of has a little bit of that 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 incubusy kind of good melodic kind of flow in and out of the, in and out of the music with the lyrics. The only takeaway I think everyone agrees with me on this is the fucking sirens at the end. <laughs> it, it sounds good. <laughs> it sounds it sounds good, but it's like I guarantee you, every time someone listens to that song, if you don't know the song, you're like looking behind you, thinking you're getting pulled over if you got if you got to move. What made you want to put sirens in the song? Well, it's a it's a concept. The album is a concept album, and that's just kind of where Wildfire falls in the story. What's going on in the story at that time? Oh, I gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. So it's not really cops; it's just sirens, like like fire trucks, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. helicopter uh, noises. Okay, that okay, that totally makes sense. Yeah, here's what I do want to talk about, though. You guys are sitting there and you're drinking a cup, right? Yep. Yeah. And on the cup is the Little Mermaid. And I, and I was like, did you pull that out? Did you pull that out because my name was Sebastian? <laughs> and I guess you guys didn't even think about it. No, it's pure random coincidence. But we're just going to say it's because we're on the loud spot under the sea with Sebastian. <laughs> you know? Under the sea. <laughs> if you can't make fun, of your, make fun of yourself, I mean, fuck it, right? Right, man. For real. So that is good. Have you guys played any, like, because you guys have been around since 2012, have you done a lot of concerts in Kentucky? More so probably West Virginia and Ohio than Kentucky, man. I mean, we are all we all have day jobs and like three of us are dads, so when we get a chance to go play a gig, it's 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 not super duper often and we don't go unless we're fully prepared anyway. So we like to and we like to work up a different set list between shows. And so we do something different every time we play live, you know? Yeah. So, Go ahead. Not a huge mass amount of shows, but we've, we've played several. Several. If you were to say one thing that best, I guess, describes your band or message that you wanted to give, what would that be? If you could come up with one off the top of your head. Rock and roll is not fucking dead. Amen. It is not dead. In fact, I think it's getting bigger. I just saw on Facebook, and I swear to God, I... It didn't look like it was a fake article. It looked like David Hasselhoff did like a like a, a one like metal song. What? <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, I showed a wife. I was like, who does this look like? She goes, I can't tell. I was like, that's David Hasselhoff. And then the post, and then there's like a picture of him, and it's really him with the band, unless the dude just really looks like David Hasselhoff. Yeah, dude, I think we're in a. I think like especially metal right now is as big as it's ever been, at least since the eighties. Dude, I think it has. You know what? Metal. I think I think heavy metal music has taken a turn for the positive, and I think it's because there's a lot of different styles of metal that has recently come out. Yeah, well, there's I, some innovation going on. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even think people would consider Metallica metal compared, like nowadays, like they were in the '80s like and '90s. Hard rock nowadays. Yeah. Now it's just hard rock. I wonder when that happened. I wonder when that transition happened. When did they start screaming like that? Oh, he know. Oh, 2010. I think I think the rise of like gent, man, like this new metalcore stuff. Yeah. I think everything just there was like an arms race, like a cold war to see who could get fucking heavier. 
and it's just bled over into everything. I'm heavier than you. No, I'm he- but you got to make it heavy, but still sound good. Dude, I th- if you if you put us 15 years ago, what we played would probably have been called metal, but now it's definitely not. I mean, it's. Do you guys have any of those? Do you guys have any of those recordings from 15 years ago? Not really. Not that we would want anybody to hear. Yeah. Oh man, I was gonna be like, let's play that. Let's play it right now. On, let's go ahead and send it to me on the podcast. And we'll play it at the very end. But if you, you know, I have I have bands that I've been in like in my early 20s. I, you know what? I do have one of the CDs. I have a CD, and it's and we thought we were so good, and it does not sound good. <laughs> I, was, I think for us, dude, the, the nail in our coffin was always just not investing the money and getting good recordings. Yeah. Just from getting gigs, like good gigs. Yeah. I think it, I think it's important when you're in a band too. You you got if you're serious about being in a band and you want to do something with it, you got to put your money together. There's four people. It, it's expensive, but between the four people, you guys can't save up for it, you know? And now with technology, yeah. You only really need to save up for a good recording, and as you know, you can just shoot the video kind of low budget. Like, did that? Did you guys hire someone to do that, or was that like a family no. member recording? No, that was my stepbrother and me doing all those shooting. So, like a lot of those shots of everybody else that you're seeing in those, are I tried to get creative with the angles because I'm not standing over here playing during the times that other people's close-ups were. I was filming some of them. Damn, <laughs> the, dude, I gotta learn how to. You gotta teach me. You got to give me a call sometime when I'm ready to, or I'm going to call you when I'm ready to do a music video for one of my projects. Cause I want to know how you, cause I don't know how to line up the music with the, like the sound with the actual playing of the music. You know, like, you know the, what? It's really hard to do it and not feel like a total dildo because <laughs> what we did, man, was we just took, <laughs> we took the studio track and put it over our PA and then just mimed our parts to it. Really, and yeah. then and, th- and then you just grabbed your your MP3 or WAV file and threw it over the video. Yep. The only one of us that was actually playing was just me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, well, yeah, because you can't you can't fake that. Right. Well, right. I sang. Yeah. yeah, yeah Stephen sang. You know, sang and played a little bit of bass just to keep us all in line because it's like we don't have a super powerful PA, so like hearing it over the drums is is tough. So a lot of that you're seeing is just pure straight muscle memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and you can here. you can kind of tell when someone lips things also. So I think it's important that that you actually have to sing, you know. So yeah. you sing and play the bass. You got one hell of a voice, man. I appreciate it. I, I never claimed to be a singer because I never was until I had to be. Then well, I had to be. <laughs> I'm the of bitches sitting on this couch. You don't, you don't want to put a mic in front of Joe at all. No. I could do a really good impression of a pop punk singer, but that's about it. <laughs> it's really good, though. It is it's a really decent impression. Is it really? That's awesome, man. How long? How long have you been singing for? God, I don't know. Uh, I've been singing in the band I'm, since at least 2012. Were you? Were, was anyone in the band in another band before you started the Technicolor Nightmare? I think we all were. Oh yeah. Tell the story about how you poached us. <laughs> oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I, I started the band, and then everybody just kind of fell out from under me. I had a drum set at my house that another drummer had brought over. He was like, "These ain't mine, but it's cool if they're here. Whatever." 
So then I essentially I found a, a bass player and guitar player. And I was like, okay, well, I'll play drums. Fuck it. So we went with that for a while. Then he comes back into town. He's like, oh, man, I need you to meet the guy that owns these drums. And I'm like, holy shit, I've been playing this guy's drums. Like, I've gigged with this guy's drum set. And he's like, well, man, let me introduce you to him because he's a damn fine drummer. And he introduces me to Joe. Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right, cool. You're way better than me. I'll switch. <laughs> I'll switch to guitar. And then through some unfortuitous circumstances, we lost a guitar player. So then it was just a three piece. Then we got. We just went through bass players for ever. Just boom, bass player went down. Boom, bass player went down. And that's that's my instrument anyway. So when I found two guitar players that already knew how to play together, and I they already knew their stuff. Uh-huh. I was like, well, hell, I mean, I gotta, I gotta see what this is all about. Yeah. That's iffy. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's, that's iffy. We already knew our stuff. Well, I mean, you knew enough. Yeah, you knew enough. There was a good base there to work with. He could train us, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 in two, since 2012, has the lineup changed, or has it been the four of you pretty much steady? And has there been other people that have come in and out of the band at, for whatever reason, or has it just been the solid four? We kind of had a, a, a small split up there for a while after like 2013, probably. And me and Waylon didn't play in the band. And then we came back eventually. We joined it again. Just, you know. Yeah, that. It was a different band during that time. We were split up for about three years between uh, 2013 and 2016. Oh, shit. Did, yeah, because okay. we were all just immature fucking idiots at the time yeah you know weren't able to handle trying to run a band like a business at all (laughs) fucking got mad at each other broke up and then a couple years of dicking around and doing other projects and just being like fuck i miss it let's go let's do it again and we've been back since then it was actually my old lady that got it all together yeah she just got tired of me not playing she says i'm a I'm a cold bastard if I'm not gonna <laughs> You gotta have your release, right? You gotta have your release somewhere. And I mean it shows it shows in your music and your songs. And I'm happy you, like I said, I'm happy you guys got serious. And Waylon, uh, are you the one that kinda does a lot of the promotions or is it just kinda whoever in the band that, that hears stuff? No, it's, it's, it's all Waylon. <laughs> yeah, I do want Every band, I noticed that. I didn't really know that before, but when I was in a band, I guess I did the promotions, you know. Uh, it's it's important that every band member, every band has at least one member that does all the promotions. Otherwise, the band's just going to sit stagnant. So if, if you're a band out there... I'd like, huh? like to have more, but almost any gathering of, of multiple musicians, there's going to be at least one dude that's up his own ass enough to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's... Yeah, I'm definitely that asshole that's like, I want to fucking promote this shit. Because you got yeah. you got to. And, I, and I'm, in, I'm in your face. And that's why, you know, when I started this podcast, I figured I, I promote shit anyways. So, right. I mean, I, I know how to promote stuff. And I'm going to do it. And we're doing the damn thing. So let's Dude, fucking go. Loud, loud and consistent. Loud, yeah. loud and consistent. And that is exactly what I am. I'm loud and I do Fuck too many, that. do too many podcasts. I do too fucking many of them. But it's, it's too many consistently. So that's good. It's fucking, it's fucking just constant content, though, dude. I mean, that's just, that's knowing how to work that algorithm. Yeah, and I, I'm fucking trying, man. I'm fucking trying. So th- I, I, I want to thank you guys so much for being on this podcast. And I want to go ahead and I want to play Complacent because we, we talked about the music video. We were talking about how you guys shot the music video. 
And people, if you guys want to check out their Facebook page, The Technicolor Nightmare, such a cool fucking name. I normally don't like to kind of stick a, stay away now from asking why they got that name. But it's, it's a, it's a neat enough name. We're not going to talk about it right now. And maybe you just came up with it, but we'll talk about it after we play, uh, Complacent. I think with a name like that, people might want to know. That's why. Here we go. We're going to play Complacent with the Technicolor Nightmare.
you guys are sitting over there laughing, and I can't tell what you guys are laughing about. Something was said, and you guys are cracking up. <laughs> I'm we listening to the song. Here talking shit about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good time. That's a good time. How many times did? How many times? Let's go see your vocalist. How many times did you have to go? Like the breathing thing, like when and during that pause in that song, we're like, nope, you got to breathe again. <laughs> or was it like just one take? Honestly, I I didn't do that. Zero, no, zero times. Zero takes. Well, how did, uh, it, it was a breathing sound, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was our guy, our our uh, our engineer man. Oh, he threw that in there. He's got some great fucking ideas, man. That shit was a good. I mean, it's the small, subtle things that really make a song. And what was his name again? Jeremy Justice. Dark Side Studios. Jeremy Justice with Dark Side Studios. That was one fucking amazing idea that you had there. He's he's probably like really he's, hopefully he's not super crazy. We'll never, never record with anybody else, man. That no, you you, 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 I, you know what? I think he understands the sound you guys are going for. And he and he's and he, and that's what he's producing for you guys is the, the sound you want. Because you can take raw footage of almost any song and tr- and almost make it sound differently. Uh, I, I got a I got a buddy that used to be in a band here in Oklahoma, and my buddy who's a, a DJ producer kind of mastered one of their songs, but he kind of made him sound. It was almost like a soft, not soft rock, but like a more like a softer sound, I guess. And they're like a heavy band, but that's what he yeah. wants to do with it. So really, the producer, if they understand your band and what you guys want, and gets your sound right, fucking stick with them. Stick with. We had them. a lot of discussion about it before the album too, man. Before we started, before we even started recording, we were like. Here's what we want you to come to a rehearsal and hear what we sound like live. And honestly, we just told him to try to get it as close to our live sound as possible. Yeah. He shows up with a notebook, taking notes. And yeah. That is, yeah. Because, that, and that, that, and now I'm sure he's worked a lot with you guys and has really gotten to know the band, I would assume, by now. So, yeah, yeah. are all, uh, now that, now the song Complacent, that's obviously also a newer song, right? Yeah. So, when, yeah. when did that song come out? And I, I literally like you guys so much. While that song was playing, I, I I stopped the song not not for the podcast, but for you guys, so you guys can hear me. Uh, I went and downloaded the two songs you guys have on iTunes right now, or and Spotify would be uh, "Complacent" and "Wildfire," right? Yeah. And the next song you guys are gonna have out is "Willie Godzilla." Yes, sir. And that song. When does that song come out? Tomorrow. 11, 11 a.m. Tomorrow oh, at 11 a.m. Eastern Eastern time? Yeah. Well, it should, actually, it should be uh, whatever time zone the person that's downloading or listening to it's in. Oh, really? Is that how it works? I think that's how Spotify does it. All right. <laughs> there's, an option, there's an option on DistroKid. Like, I can make it link to one time zone, or I can just let it be per whatever time zone they're listening in. And I think I went with whatever they're... Oh, whatever. okay. That's... Dude, I gotta say, man, I gotta say one thing that I gotta give you like as a huge compliment as a band. Your fucking breakdowns are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they are amazing. They sound, I especially like the breakdown in Wildfire because you guys go from like that, that melodic sound to kind of a little harder and then you pop right back into it with the bass lines and the fucking awesomeness that's there. And I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, thanks. Yep, I don't think anyone's gonna not like your band. I think everyone. Is, I think everyone that listens to my podcast is gonna like this shit. If they don't like it, if they, if they, if they don't like it, fuck them. I like it. 
So, okay. Uh, yeah. So then we talked about the, the band name, which I try to stay away from. But with the band name, the Technicolor Nightmare, the reason why I want to bring it up is because I actually, before I heard the music, I was quite surprised the sound you guys had when I heard it. I thought you guys, I thought it was going to be like a, like a, a techno or like dance, like maybe like a Skrillexy type sound. That's yeah. what I thought from the name. Then I heard the music and I was like, oh, it's not like that at all. You know, but after hearing your band, I see I, the band name fits. So what's the really boring story about you sitting there and just po- it popped in your head? How did that happen? That's this guy. He's going to take that one. <laughs> I, I like this show called the Venture Brothers. And okay. on that show, they mentioned a villain and his name was Joseph with his amazing Technicolor Nightmare coat. And I was just like, I like that. I think I'm going to take that from that show. Yep, so that the is. The Guild of Calamitous Intent. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did not disappoint by saying it was going to be a boring answer. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. It's not, yeah, no. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, the loud spot came to me. I didn't know what I was going to I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. And I was literally going through the kitchen and I was going to grab some food. And all of a sudden, just said the lag. It just popped in my head. And I was like, that sounds pretty fucking cool. I'm going to go with it. You know, like, I, I like to, I think, if I try to think about stuff, it doesn't really come to me. Just, I have to just let it happen. Yeah. Otherwise, it sounds forced. And I think the loud spot. That's a big part of our philosophy as a band, man, is just letting it come to you. You have to, you have to. And I think, you know what's really cool is I think the fucking uh, intro that we have fits the podcast also. Like, it fits no, the name and the, 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 uh, the logo that we have of me doing, you know, whatever it is. My buddy did that. Shout out to Evan Chavez with Recollection Graphics for doing that shit. Have you guys seen his paintings? That shit's dope. Yeah, I've looked at a little bit of it. It is fucking fire, man. He's been doing a lot, a lot of bands, uh, a lot of bands recently. Okay, Billy. Oh, nope, we're gonna do, we're gonna do Billy Norman. We're gonna talk about that afterwards. We're gonna play Willie Godzilla. What a cool fucking name. Were you guys like laughing? Was that name like were you guys laughing when he came up with that song name, or is there like a meaning behind it? God, where does that one come from? I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember. It just comes from having a good time playing music, I think. Uh, that's pretty much it. We try to give songs. We like, a lot of the time, we try to give songs like people names. Okay. Do you guys smoke, <laughs> yeah. do you guys smoke a lot of weed out there in Kentucky? Thinking of band, thinking no, of song never, names? Never. No, sir. It is illegal here. We do not do that. We do not condone that or partake in that in any way. The Loud Spot does not condone drug usage unless it's cocaine <laughs> just kidding all adults do cocaine i mean, I mean that's, that's just a given right I mean, that's just like <laughs> that's not really a drug <laughs> that is fucking awesome so willie godzilla this song comes out to, to tomorrow tomorrow at yep. 11 a.m whatever you're okay. sticking Hopefully, come tomorrow. Hope you guys didn't fuck it up. <laughs> and it actually does come out. You know, I'm gonna be looking forward to. I'm gonna be looking for it. If you see it and you remember Waylon to shoot me a message, uh, shoot me a message, and I'm gonna da- I'm gonna download it right away, man. And check. I'll, I'll, I'll be at work. I'll be at work showing everybody at work who fucking hates that I'm even doing a podcast because I'll have ever you talk. To this one yet? Have you yeah. listened to it? Yet? Yeah. All I say is, have you heard my podcast? Have you heard that band I showed you? Look at this music video. And, and I'm like, I'm, but I'm the boss, so they gotta listen to me. Here we go, Willie Godzilla, the Technicolor Nightmare. 
About what I love about that song is all the different like the don't da 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 don't like the the stopping of the of the guitar and the bass and the drums. I I love how that song in particular sounds nothing like Wildfire to me, and I think that's so cool that you guys have different sounds with your music and just not the same thing. Like it's not like Tool or every fucking Tool song. I I know it's Tool. 
when I hear it because I'm like, oh. And they just came out with a new song, I think, not that long ago. And I immediately knew it was Tool because uh, because of their sound. But you guys have a different sound, and I think that's awesome. Is that intentional, or is that just just whatever comes, whatever guitar riff comes to your head is is where you start start playing? I think it's a little of both. I think it was a general philosophy in the beginning of the band, and then just filtering through the songs that we've written over the years and picking the ones that we like the best and trying to be diverse, trying to be different between them to some degree, you know? The whole the whole process is uh, based around knowing how to improvise. That's something day one, you got to know how to improvise. If you don't know, we'll practice improvising. Yeah. And that's where some of your best nuggets always come from is yeah. when a sick jam just comes together and yeah. that's where a lot of it starts you know but nobody comes in with a fully fleshed out song this is what everybody does we do that together we come you know somebody comes in with a piece and then we just work on it work on it work on it different ways coming at these, it different angles some of these songs like are years old okay just just been evolving over the course of years when so. When when you guys are writing your music, have you ever just like written a song and like ten minutes later, like the the structure's already down, or is it one of those things where you take a long time to like come up with even the structure? Because I when I'm in a band, I when I was in a band, I'd always say where like the band's trying to like figure out every single thing like right then and there at band practice. I'm like, get the fucking structure down four times verse, four times chorus, four times verse, four times chorus. Break down, verse, end. You know, yeah. I want to I want to do that first. Try to find a good structure first, and then go from there. Some of them, some of the songs were written in one session. Some of them were written over the course of years. Like uh, Wildfire and Complacent were both written pretty quickly this year. I think some of the best songs just come to the just come to the creator's mind, and you just fucking roll with it. Because when a song's coming to your head like that, the idea's fresh, and if you can keep on bouncing that idea into longer ideas and to keep on going with it i think that's creative that's creativeness on the spot you know i think that's fucking cool man that bands can do that and i guess being in the band 12 years i guess some of your songs are going to come fast and some of them are going to take longer so probably a stupid question (laughs) i don't know (laughs) you know (laughs) but but we don't have that much that much time left I want to play Billy Norman. This is this song is not out yet. Is it? Is it? Is it done though? In the studio, it's done. Right. What's up? Oh, the, it, oh, sorry. In the studio, uh, the Billy Norman song is done. You guys are done recording it. Yeah, I think we might we might change a few things about the mix, but nothing major. And when do you guys plan on dropping this song? That's going to just come with the album when the album's done. Okay. So we got we got a nine track album. There's gonna be four singles coming out beforehand. There'll be some interludes and stuff like that on it too, but nine nine full songs. Okay, so you guys are doing you're dropping singles to and then those thing are those singles also gonna be on the album? Yep. Oh, that's kinda cool. And who's I I mean I don't think I don't know if a lot of bands do that. Who suggested that? Or is that just something you guys thought about? Uh mainly just man, I do a lot of research. I watch a lot of videos about marketing. And I just feel like it's good to promote the album with a couple of little tidbits from it, you know? Yeah. Nowadays, most people lean toward doing singles almost exclusively, or at the most, like, three and four song EPs. But we just really, like, we're old school, man. We just really wanted to do a fucking album. 
like we've always wanted to make an album. So we wanted to do that, but then also we want to market it correctly. So we're, we're going to, you know, take the, take the singles and put those out there and try to build hype for the album itself. Then on top of that, it's a concept album. So yeah. you listen to the singles apart, but then all together, it, it tells a story. That is so fucking cool that you guys are doing that too, by the way. You can, you can tell that you guys really have a lot of fun making your music and your creative process. I like listening to your guys' music makes me want to start a band again. Cause I've been doing, I'm playing, I'm listening to all these metal bands with the fucking double kick, hardcore screaming. I'm like, fuck, I'm never going to be that good. Like to do that kind of music. Not saying that you guys' band's not good. You guys are fucking awesome, but you give me hope. You give me hope as a musician that there's still music out there that is, that is not, because you know, I listen to a lot of a lot of, of metal, and this kind of style is, if I was to start a band, it would be a punk band, I think I would enjoy something like this. I yeah. think I, I would think I would enjoy being, to, being in this. We, we like a little bit of everything, man. Like, I'm a fucking metalhead. I've been a metalhead since I was a kid. Joe over here, he likes metal. Uh, Justin likes, like, Andy McKee, Candy Rat Records. Like finger style, like, finger style acoustic shit. Steve's just straight, pure, old classic rock. Pink Floyd, Zeppelin, fucking Rush, Yes, stuff like that. We all come from different backgrounds musically, so it, it, it sounds different every time we write something because different shit comes out. We're a soup. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you, you guys talk about that, too, on your About page, about the Pink Floyd and the different um, creative outlets you guys get your uh, ideas for the music, you know, the, create, the creative input, if you will. All right, Billy Norman, what, when did, you, did we say, when, is it, when does it drop, you think? Oh, when the album drops, and when's that going to happen? We haven't announced the release date for the album yet. Oh, okay, all right, we're not going to. And so, do you guys even know the release date? I, not exactly. We don't have an exact date pinned down yet. But we got a good idea of when. It's probably sometime close to the beginning of the year, I would say. Oh, so it's coming. Oh, so it's coming up like, like wrapped probably like within, probably within the next month, month and a half, somewhere in that area, I would say. Ah, look at that! I'm excited about that. Hey, I'm gonna, yeah, that's cool. That's hella We've cool. We've been working on this motherfucker for two years, bro. <laughs> two? You guys have been working on the album for two years? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why my music sucks. I work on my album for like three days. And I'm like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> and the guy I write music with, he's always like, dude, it's not done yet. I'm like, it's fucking good enough, man. He's like, no, no, it's, no, it's not. <laughs> you got to know when to say good enough, though. You I, can't yeah. change the all the time. No, you got to have the patience. I'm happy at least some people out there still have patience, unlike me. All right, here we go with Billy Norman. First time ever played besides them hearing it. So we appreciate you sending that over to us. Billy Norman, the Technicolor Nightmare. Last song we're playing. Let's go.
Excited to have you guys on the podcast since I first heard the heard the first song uh, that you sent me. I want to I want to ask you guys a question, and maybe you know the answer, maybe you don't know the answer. But I've noticed this: a lot of bands have their their Facebook page, right? Their band their band page, but then yeah. a lot of them are starting private groups, like the fans only groups. Yeah. Why is that? I mean, I, do you guys have that also, or no, not yet? We have, we have a group chat in Messenger that we have like our most dedicated people in just because it's easier to communicate with them directly. And like, you know, the people that we know are hardcore that are really paying attention to what we're doing. That way we can, we can get them to help us hop stuff. We can just get a notification straight to them. We don't have to rely on Facebook's algorithm to serve it out to people, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure you guys get, do you guys get like fan messages from people that can't wait to hear your content and shit like that? That's pretty cool. I get, sometimes I get some weird fans and that follow me and then they add me, they send me like weird messages. Like I love you. And I fucking block those people. <laughs> like, yeah. block. Probably a good move. Probably, yeah. probably. probably What's the, don't we like some dude from some weird country? You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay. Yeah. And then you know what I hate the fucking most? I hate when I post something on Facebook. And th- this just happened the other day. Uh, I posted something on Facebook. And it got like, you know, 50, 60, 70 likes on it. Um, and then all of a sudden I get this lady fucking commenting on every single comment that was on there about her fucking Bitcoin. I'm like, nobody fucking cares about your Bitcoin. This does not have to do with the fucking post. I'm there's, fucking deleting all those shameless, motherfuckers. There's shameless self-promotion on one hand, and then there's just straight-up fucking spam on the other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm more of a shameless self-promotion kind of guy. Right. But, I'm, <laughs> but if, so, if someone got married and there's a fucking wedding picture, like I'm friends with some people in some bands that are, that are, that are, that are in bands that are very well-known, and I'm friends with them on Facebook, you know? 
not that they, not that I talk to them, but but on the podcast I add them and they they approve. I'm not gonna if there's a guy uh, that has you know he got married recently, gave a shout out to his wife. I'm not gonna go on his fucking 1,000 likes on his post. By the way, here's my podcast. You know yeah, what I'm fucking. Yeah. You gotta read the fucking room, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Said, you gotta read the room. Exactly, dude. Good way to put that. Okay. Dude, I straight up did a post a while back on my personal page where I was like, drop a comment, any topic, I'll find a way to twist it into me promoting my band. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that thing for like four hours, bro. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Did you guys are doing great at, at promoting your band. Is there any other music videos you guys are coming out with or was the one uh, from Complacent kind of just the one for right now? We've got another one planned, but we're going to wait until the right moment so that we can really give it the, the attention and the production that it needs. Is it wild? not so damn cold. Yeah, also. Yeah, uh, is, is it going to be Wildfire? Nope. God damn it. You guys need to do one for Wildfire. You guys need to do one for Wildfire. I mean, you should. And you know what? If you do one for Wildfire, I want to be in it. Yeah, you guys have to do one and I have to be in it. Just I'm just kidding, you don't have to do one. But I think it'd be I think it'd be cool if you guys did do do one for Wildfire though. Uh with the what what the song's about and with the sirens and stuff. But I think you might have to do more than a living room uh video. But that would be cool if you did one. Complacent one is awesome. Was, uh, to be honest, that was our first idea for a music video. And then we decided that we just didn't have the budget to or the, do resources, it, to, or the yeah. resources to do it justice, man. Like, because we would really like to explore the concept in that video. Yep. Ex- no, I, 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 I totally understand that because of the, what the song is about. Yeah. I, I absolutely, I, I agree with you on that. Okay. People were to find your band. You, I know you guys, you're working on a website right now. You don't have one yet. Yeah. But if they want to find you guys, find your music video for Complacent, where can they find it? Uh, they can check out Facebook, uh, YouTube. It's on Instagram. It's on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram right now. So, any of those three places. And the what's your Instagram name? It's just at the Technicolor Nightmare. Just the no underscore nothing. The tech. I guess no. That's such an original name that you don't you don't need. I hate when bands yeah, are called no. like. I hate when some bands are called like. Oh, I don't know. Just like there's a band called Christmas, and it's a cool name. They're a German punk rock band. Yeah. But I can I can't ever tag him in anything. Cuz I type in Christmas and the last thing even though I like his band page, the last thing I'm going to find is a band called Christmas when I'm tagging him. So I like normally just I I put him on the post, the guy Max Caspar yeah. and then I hashtag Christmas. And I wish you yeah. would make it like Christmas German band. Like the, you know or something like yeah. that so I could I could find it. Oh, you know I think it is called Max motherfucker. I forgot about that. I think I think I just remembered that right now. Well, hey, you guys have been awesome on the podcast. I love your music. I would say let's do one again, but you guys are just now coming up with your new album, so it's not like it's going to be too long, too much longer from now. How about this? In a year from now or six months from now, if you guys are writing some new music or dropping some new singles and you guys want to be on the podcast, fucking holler at me. We'll get you on. Fucking yeah, dude. Thanks, we'll man. All right. For sure. This was, this was a great fun. Thank you for having us on, man. Absolutely. We don't have we don't have any way to get the word out here locally for the most part because people around here and this is not a slide against them they just don't really care for our kind of music. So <laughs> having having people like you that we can connect with over the internet and do this shit is awesome. It hell, really helps us so much, dude. Hell yeah, you guys need need to start reaching out to other podcasters and send them your songs. I guarantee you, if they are a 
And I don't know that every podcast plays music. I think I think half do and half don't. But get on a podcast tour for right now while you can't really do shows because of COVID. Like, look up musical podcasts. Um, I know a guy that does, but he's more of a punk rocker, so probably not his. I think he would like you guys, just it wouldn't fit his format. But go do some research. I'll help you guys do some research. And I let's- think we... Uh- I like went with you, man, because you've got such a, a a unique personality, and I enjoy your personality. Like, I'm selective about that. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I could tell. I could tell that you were getting rolling, and you were like really passionate about it, and growing an audience quickly, and working at it. So I was like, this fucking guy right here, man. He hell, knows what's up. hell, you dude. I, I know people tell me I'm unique all the time, and I'm like, that's a good thing, I guess. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing. That's as good as the best thing you could have, man. Yeah, that, that's right. Hey, I want to thank all of our listeners. Now listen to the loud spot and just keep on. We're growing this shit. We're growing. Happy holidays. It's the holiday season. Go buy presents. Don't get COVID. Looking forward to 2021. Hopefully bands get to come back and start playing fucking concerts again. And when they do, when they do, I'm going to have the Technicolor Nightmare come to Oklahoma. I'm going to find them a venue. If they can come out here and play, which would be fucking awesome because I want to see you guys live. 100%. I would pay to see your guys' show. That's a guarantee. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. And we got Battle of the Bands still going on. I'm going to air those episodes later on this month. Great prizes, all that good shit. Yada, yada, yada. We're out. Peace. This is the Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the Loud Spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does Nothing Short of Tragic have his back again? Yes. That's good, really have to end A pin post, half a pin show So to get more episodes, make an order This is over It's NFL draft season And that means it's time to start thinking About fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.